0: Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew.
1: And I'm Cassie.
0: And this is the Culeps English Podcast. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Culeps. This is Simplified Speech, the Culeps series that features clear and easy to understand conversations between native English speakers. And we hope that by listening to this series, you can improve your English listening and speaking skills. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hey, Cassie, what's up?
1: Hey, Andrew, I'm doing well. Okay, listeners, today we are going to talk about genealogy, which is, you know, your family tree and where your ancestors come from.
0: Yeah, very interesting topic that you suggested, Cassie. And I can't wait to get into this topic. I think it's going to be really interesting. But before we talk about it, I just want to let everyone know about the transcript and study guide for this episode. Listeners, you can download the study guide if you sign up and become a QLips member on our website, QLips.com. So when you're a Culips member, you'll get access to actually all of our study guides for each episode that we make. So that's a ton of amazing study content for you to learn English with. And you'll also get some great bonuses, like invitations to our monthly live streams, as well as access to our members only series, which is called the Fluency Files. So to sign up and become a member, just visit our website, culips.com.
1: We also wanted to give a shout out to our listener, Nunatax from Russia, who left us a nice comment and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Nunatax wrote, Dear Culips team, Thank you for such an awesome podcast. I love listening to it on a daily basis. The topics are really helpful. I sometimes write down the whole phrases that you say. Thank you.
0: Awesome, Nunatex. Thank you so much for that great review. If you would like to receive a shout out at the start of an upcoming Culips episode, then all you have to do is leave us a five star rating and a nice review on Apple podcasts or whichever platform you use to listen to Culips. And this really supports us in many ways and helps English learners from around the world find us and learn English with us. All right. So with that said, it's time to talk about our topic today. So Cassie, let's dig in and talk about genealogy. <laughs> genealogy. First, we should break down this word because I think it's a very instructive word hmm. because it's got two parts, right? Genieology. ology And now genie here is not talking about like one of those magical creatures that lives in a lamp Right?
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) That could be a fun episode for a different time, maybe. But (laughs) for now, what does it mean? What does the gene part of this word mean?
1: Genes are the traits that parents pass down to their children. For example, my parents have blue eyes. I have blue eyes. My parents had blondish brown hair. I have blondish brown hair. Those are your genes.
0: That's right Cassie. So in this word gene just means genetic information, genes, right? And what about -ology? What what does -ology mean when we see it in a word because there are many words that have this ending, right? biology, hmm. physiology, geology, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What
1: does -ology mean? -ology means the study of something. So genealogy, the study of genes or genetics. Biology, the study of life.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, of course, we are not scientists, Cassie, and we're not going to go deep into, you know, genetic science or anything like that in this episode. But uh, we're just going to talk about what we know about our genetic backgrounds. That could be a really interesting conversation, I think. So I guess maybe I'll kick things off by asking you this question, Cassie, and that is, how much do you know about your family history?
1: So I've never taken one of those boxed DNA tests, you know, that are really famous these days, Mm -hmm. but I do know that a good chunk of my genes, my family like ancestors came from Germany. And then another chunk came from the Slavic area, like Yugoslavia or Slovenia.
0: Okay, so you are from a strong European background. That's right. Okay, so let's back up just a moment because you mentioned something really interesting. And it's funny that you brought this up because last night I was watching YouTube and I watched a comparison video, a review and comparison video of the top five home gene testing kits that are available. So like you mentioned, Cassie, it's really trendy these days in North America to do these kind of DNA ancestry tests. So if you sign up and buy one on the website of one of these companies, they send you a little kit and you usually have to swab the inside of your cheek with a cotton swab. And then you put it in a little test tube and send it back to the company where they'll do an analysis of your sample in the lab. And then after a month or so, they will send you the results. You can log in to their website and check the results. And it's really fascinating, all of the information they give you. They tell you so many things about your family history, About where your family came from, like even way back, like when we came out of Africa, when humans migrated out of Africa, you can see the path that your ancestors took. I mean, I don't know if this is precise and 100% accurate information, but these companies are developing huge databases of samples and they're using all of the information together to. Coordinate all the information that they show you. So I think, you know, it's getting stronger and more accurate with every sample they receive. You also see a lot of information about your health and what kind of maybe diseases you are susceptible to. You know, if you maybe have a family history of heart disease or a family history of diabetes, then you can find if you are at risk for getting these kinds of diseases or not. So it's pretty fascinating. And Cassie, you haven't taken one of these tests, but you still know that you are from kind of German and Slavic areas of Europe.
1: Yes, because my last name is White, which comes from Weik, which is a very German name. And then my great-great-grandfather, Came over from either Yugoslo- Yugoslavia or Czechoslovakia. My dad always changes the story depending on his mood. So, <laughs> um, but his last name was Pavlesic. Maybe a listener can tell me which country that's from.
0: <laughs> okay, interesting. Yes, you know one of the really fascinating things about these home DNA tests is like I mentioned, there are so many people who are doing them these days. And when you do the test, you can register in their database of users. And if a relative of yours has also done one of these tests, it will show you like, oh, this person has a link to you and you can see how you are related. Maybe you are third cousins or fifth cousins or something like that. And the review video that I watched, The guy who made the video actually found a first cousin that way. He found a cousin he didn't know that he had Mm. just through this website. But they had to warn (laughs) you, like, you might find that you have a half-brother or a half-sister or that your dad is not your real dad or something. That's like an experience that many people have had from doing these DNA tests. So that's pretty funny.
1: (laughs) That actually happened to my aunt, her best friend. She took the test and she found out that she had a real-life half-sister somewhere else on the planet. And she always wanted one growing up. And little did she know that her father had an affair way back when. And yeah, she really did have a sister floating around that she never knew about.
0: Wow, it's wild. What a wild world. So, you know, I'm not really super super curious about my family history personally mm-hmm. but i would really like to take one of these dna tests to see the health information and to learn more about you know my roots and i think i know quite a bit about my mom's side of the family the family members on my mom's side of the family seem to know quite a bit about you know my grandparents and great grandparents and they're mainly from scotland everybody is from scotland so i think definitely we go back generations and generations from you know the uk and from scotland but on my dad's side nobody really knows anything my dad only has one sister and i guess They kind of are like me, like they're not super into family histories and stuff, and they don't talk about it too much. You know, occasionally they'll talk about like some cousin or something at a family gathering, but I don't know too much on my father's side about our family history. So I think that could be pretty cool to find out. One thing that they do say, Cassie, which is maybe where we have a connection, Mm -hmm. is that My dad's side of the family, when they talk about our ancestors, they sometimes talk about being Pennsylvanian Dutch. And I know you're from Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Do you have any connection at all to being Pennsylvanian Dutch?
1: Not that I know of, but I think that on my mother's side, her mom, my grandmother, maternal grandmother had some relatives that were Pennsylvania Dutch because she says some words kind of funny. She says human, like human, which is a pretty strong marker for a Pennsylvania Dutch person.
0: (laughs) And actually, I don't know too much about Pennsylvania Dutch. Maybe you know more than I do because of where you grew up. But my understanding is that maybe they were German People, I think German people, or maybe even Dutch people, but I think German mostly, that um, settled in America, maybe due to like religious persecution. And they kind of kept their religion and their way of life with them, even though they live in the USA. And there's still a community of them that speak German or speak their dialect of German and kind of live in a very traditional way maybe without too many modern conveniences kind of an old-fashioned lifestyle is that right
1: yeah the amish in pennsylvania are very famous they're they're in canada and ohio and a couple other places too yeah, yeah. but um yeah they speak a mixture of german and english which is pennsylvania dutch and it's kind of like a pidgin language like they formed it from two or more and kind of adopted it so You'll hear English words and you'll hear German words, but, you know, when you make them, tie them into a sentence, it's not, you know, only German or only English. It's a mixture. And some words are completely made up altogether.
0: Right. Yeah, it's very interesting linguistically. Uh, I have no idea if I actually have a connection to those people or not, but I have heard that before from my father's side of the family, so maybe I could find out if I do one of these home DNA tests sometime.
1: Yeah. However, Andrew, I have heard that these DNA tests have a negative aspect to them as well.
0: Okay. What's that?
1: There was a really interesting TED Talk that I listened to. I can't remember the name of the speaker, but she was saying that these DNA tests are actually a huge breach of our privacy.
0: Mm, That's what I'm afraid of. I I was thinking about that as well. You're sending all of your precious genetic information to a company. And I usually don't trust big companies. (laughs) (laughs) They want to profit off your data, right? Data is so valuable. Is is this what that TED Talk was about?
1: It's not just data, but it's also, um, I mean... If you are a criminal, you probably deserve to go to jail. But um, she said that they can actually like track, you know, where you live. So maybe you are in a protection program or you're trying to hide from someone who abused you in the past. They can track you down, even if you're not on social media or anything, through all of your. Family members and through all of the like through a third cousin, a second cousin and jumping through all of the DNA tests to finding where people live and calling those people and then finding where you are. And anybody can do it because this data, you know, is owned by big companies that a lot of times sell information to the highest bidder.
0: Yeah, that is definitely the other side of the coin. Right. And you'd have to think very carefully before submitting your information to one of these companies. Yeah. It's also scary to think, like, what happens, Cassie, if somebody, like, just plucked one of your hairs from your head when you weren't looking and then submitted that and got all of your genetic information behind your back without you knowing. Right. They could, somebody could do something like that too. It's scary. So as much as the information would be fascinating to see, there's always a downside with these kind of new technological advances, which really sucks. I wish that it was just all (laughs) benefits and positives.
1: (laughs) Puppies and rainbows.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's always something that brings it down, unfortunately.
1: Listeners, we're curious to hear if you have had experience taking these tests or finding out some sort of shocking information after taking one of these tests. Have you ever found a lost relative or, you know, found out that your ancestors were from a country that you never even knew about?
0: Or listeners, do you know your family history? I know my wife's parents were shocked when they learned that my family didn't have a genealogical record of our family because all Korean families have pretty good family records and they know where they come from and they know all of their family members very, very well. There's there's very accurate records of these things here in Korea, but in Canada, where I'm from, <laughs> There's no records at all. We have no like government department of family history or anything like that. It's just every person for themselves. And if you want to keep track of it, you can. And some people do. My family didn't. So we don't really know. But listeners, if you have a good family record, or if you don't, if you're like me and Cassie, then send us a message. Let us know. We'd love to hear your story. So you can get in touch with us through our email address, contact at We'd certainly love to hear from you or else you can follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and YouTube and you could also leave a comment or message us that way as well. All right, everyone. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. We hope that you learned a lot with us here today, and I hope that you found this conversation interesting. Our website is qlips.com, and if you want to get the study guide, including the transcript and practice exercises for this episode, then just visit the website and you can download it.
1: Becoming a QLips member is a great way to support us. But it's not the only way. You can also support us by leaving a five-star rating and a nice review on your podcast app, telling your friends about q or following us on social media.
0: We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye.
1: See ya.